Walter Life with Brent and Jeff. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. I'm Brent. Jeff is across the table from me, and we are back after several weeks of repeats. We we are thankful to be back and continue on in our Psalm series. Jeff, it's seems like it's been a while, but it really hasn't. It really has not been, and we're fly. we're ready to to fly. You're listening to the Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. That was Toby Mac with the Slam, a song that he wrote after seeing the Passion of the Christ which is something of a similar topic what we're going to be talking about tonight. We're picking up in our Psalm series. It's been a while. Uh, so far, we've hit Psalm 1, Psalm 8, Psalm 18, and 19. Tonight, we're going to be in Psalm 22, which is a prophetic psalm. Um, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The same words that Jesus spoke while on the cross. He was forsaken for us. That's our topic tonight. And we're excited to be back. We're excited to jump in. And it's really cool to be in a Psalm series and still be able to talk about the, the, the truth of the matter, which is Jesus dying on the cross for our sins. It always comes back to that. Everything points to, even if you're reading like the book of Nahum or something like that, you can always find... <laughs> Nahum the tune. Sorry, bad. You can always bad find uh, the Bible pointing to the salvation of the world. That's what the rest of, you know, the first three chapters is God creating the world and man enjoying it, and then man screws it up, and the rest of it is um, God's redemptive love story. And um, we're just excited to be here back again for a new episode. And um, we hope you stick around and tune in for the rest of the night. We got lots of great music coming up. We got Chasen, some new music from Francesca Battistelli. Wow. Wow. That's a good name. I can't say that, by the way. I was just going to (laughs) go Francesca B. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm Italian. I've been practicing it. I can't say it. Yeah, that that Italian helps. I got the the lingo down, I guess. We got some new music from House of Heroes and a double play, in fact, so keep it locked here. And um, turn your Bibles to Psalm 22. We're going to be in there. might hit up the Gospels a little bit. And um, Brent, we're just talking about this, the idea that Jesus was forsaken, just totally pushed aside for us because we are the ones that deserve to have God turn his face from us. It's pretty remarkable how David, this is a Psalm of David. So David was actually like years before this was even going to happen. And like you said, it's a prophetic psalm in the sense that David got a picture from the Lord inspired to write these things. And it's amazing to read the gospel and read the actual story and see how all these things were an exact. These are detailed descriptions of what was going to happen to Jesus on the cross. And they all came to fruition exactly how it was prophesied. Um, pretty remarkable when you think about it. So that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. All right, that was Dry Bones by Gunger, a new band. Well, I guess a new kind of new band for us. Yeah. But um, they've been around a year or so. That song's great when it gets all raucous. And it, I, I changed the way the word's pronounced, by the way. It's not raucous. It's raucous. <laughs> That's the to include the version. rock. The ultralight version. But uh, when he starts talking about Jesus, you're the one who saves us. You're like, yes, that yeah. is truth. Yeah, and Jesus came to save us. And he could have saved us in many different ways. You know, he could have um, just kind of like the guy from Monty Python and just started pointing his finger at people and blowing them up. Um, and, you know, he could have taken over Rome and been the, the emperor that changed the world. Um, but he changed the world by an act of love and an act of, of a complete humility to um, stoop to the level that he did to save us sinners. Um, who, by the way, were standing around mocking him and, you know, spitting on him and beating him. Um, that was for us. And um, so this, this chapter in Psalms is going to be talking about 
as we get into the description of what that was like um, before it even happened, which is the remarkable thing. That was Hero by Skill at the second half of a double play. Before that, you heard Forsaken, which is appropriate for our topic tonight, Jesus being forsaken for us. Now it's prophesied in Psalm 22 as we continue on in our Psalm series, episode 5 of many to come. Who knows? Yep. Who knows? We did not set a limit on this. This could go on for years if we chose to. Because there's Psalms that we've skipped. We could go back to Psalm 2 if we felt like it. You guys can't tell us what to do. <laughs> it's good to be well, you back. you could. So if you want to, you can email us at Yeah, Hub. that's true. <laughs> Shout out at thealterlife.com or check out our website, www.thealterlife.com. It's fun to be back. I feel like I have just like... I've had all this pent-up energy for the last four weeks and just, like, needed to get it out. Get it out. And uh, I'm just happy I have a second child now. That's one of the reasons we took a break. Yeah. One of the reasons. Congratulations, then, Jeff. Thank you. A uh, little boy named Leland Reese, and uh, he's really cool. He looks a lot like my first son, and he looks a lot like me. He came out singing The Sound of Melodies, which is pretty remarkable. <laughs> <laughs> it's spelled L-E-L-A-N-D, not oh. like the band L-E-E-L-A-N-D. And... Uh, it's just remarkable to know that you can love something as equally as your other child, which because I was like tripping on that. I was like, there's no way I can't <laughs> I can't have another one because I'm going to slight one of them or I'm going to care more about one than the other. And it's really not true. It's crazy. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's the love that God has for us, each and every single one of us. Well, his is a lot purer and better than my love for my kids. Yeah. But you know what I mean? And then, you know, then you throw in his love for his son that he sent to the world and his son crying out first verse in this psalm it says my god my god why have you forsaken me why are you so far from helping me and from the words of my groaning um, when you're a dad and you hear your son crying out why are you forsaking me why aren't you helping me you've helped me so far my entire life why are you forsaking me where where did you go um that's what needed to happen jesus went there for us. And it's remarkable to think that God the Father turning his back on his son and pouring out all his wrath on him at the cross and what that had to look like. You know, it wasn't a pretty death. It wasn't like, well, you know, he's just going to die and that's it. Close the coffin. We're over. It was brutal beating. And um, that's what we're going to be talking about for the rest of the evening. And um, you continue on. I cry in the daytime, but you do not hear me in the night seasons. I am not silent. Um, God, where are you? He's lost. And, you know, we discredit the, you know, we so often discredit what that meant to, for Jesus to not have his dad around anymore and to be, to know that his dad wasn't going to bail him out. And that's what had to happen. That was a 90s flashback by Plank Eye B, period, C, period. Before Christ. Before Christ. And uh, thankfully there is an after Christ, if you're a believer. And, uh, it's a lot more positive and a lot more to look forward to than the trail of debris that you left behind before Christ. And um, we're excited that you've tuned in. If, you, if this is your first time, this is The Ultra Life with Brent and Jeff. You can check out our website, www.thealterlife.com. There's lots of cool stuff there for you. You can listen to our most recent episodes. Get caught up with the Psalm series, the spotlight on Psalms. And um, Brent, what you were just talking about before, you are talking about the, the child you know the, the children that we have I can't imagine I mean just with my own kids when they're crying when they're not when they're whining but when they're crying because <laughs> they hurt themselves or because they need something from me especially the newborn he's just crying because he's helpless he can't do anything for himself 
for me to just like turn my back and be like, I can't, I can't help you. I'm really sorry. I, I have all these other people that I love more, <laughs> not not love more, but I can't imagine like allowing my son to suffer so that like this guy that is shaking his fist and spitting on me could survive or could yeah. be with me forever. I wouldn't want that guy with me forever. I'd rather hit him with a lightning bolt if I had the power. But uh, that's what God went through for us. And, and it's funny because Psalm 22. And Genesis 22 is another picture of, you know, Isaac and Abraham, when we hear that story, when he's asked to sacrifice his own son as a picture of what God would do with Jesus. Um, Verse 6, it says, but I am a worm and no man, a reproach of men and despised by the people. And all those who see me ridicule me, they shoot out the lip. (laughs) I love how it says that. They shake the head, saying, He trusted in the Lord, let him rescue himself, and let him deliver him, since he delights in him. You know, continuing the description of Jesus, you know, saying, I am the, I am a worm. I am the lowest of low. I'm not even a man at this point. Um, I'm a reproach of men. You know, men are reviling me and despising me and ridiculing me. And, um, the self, it's almost like Jesus' um, testimony of what he was like in that moment um, through the eyes of David. Um, what was David thinking when he was writing this? What is this? You know, I mean, is this an out-of-body experience? What is, um, i just amazed that David is writing this. And, you know, the application, you know, for us, what what does this mean in our lives? You know, when we when we look at read this, are we, are we so, have we heard it so many times about the cross and about what Jesus has done and where he was, how he was forsaken, that it's like we're cold to it. We read it and we go, yeah, that's, you know, that did happen. That's right. And we move on. <laughs> um, you know, letting that sink in tonight. What is the application for our lives tonight, you know? Um, but I'm a worm, Jeff. I No man. I'm reproach of men and despised by all the people. Yeah, I mean... It's funny because you you read this, and as Brent said, it's just words on a page unless you really put yourself in the scene. And, um, you know, we've heard the crucifixion story. We've seen it acted out. We've seen the movies. But to truly understand what it was for for Jesus to be disconnected from his lifeline, the Father, who sent him to do the very thing and constantly communicating. There's a part when I think it's with Lazarus. um, When he says, you know, Father, I know you hear me and I know you always hear me, but this I do for the benefit of those around me. That's a paraphrase, but like he prays out loud to him, but it's like, he's basically saying, I'm only doing this out loud prayer as an example, but I have this constant lifeline, this connection with you. And then that gets cut off. You know, the, the three hours of darkness that happened on the cross, that was like darkness in the universe. It wasn't just like in Israel (laughs) or wherever, you know, it wasn't like, Oh, there was, there was an overcast sky and, barometric pressure dropped it was like the entire creation groaned at the the son of god being crucified and taking the sin of the world and the wrath of god being unleashed on him so that wouldn't be on us it's heavy stuff and we see the just from jesus's perspective it's it's a unique perspective because a lot of times we say oh i'm so glad that wasn't me or he did that for me and it's it's true he did that for us but to see it from what he went through through his eyes it's it's really sobering and uh, shows us his love even more. That was Stellar Cart with Jesus Loves You. Before that, you heard Brian Duncan stand in my place. and I apologize for that song. <laughs> what we wanted to do, I got carried away in the segment talking about Jesus, which is never carried away, obviously. It's what we should be doing. Um, 
But I, I had intended to introduce a new segment with the Alter Life, and it's going to be Brent and Jeff's Guilty Pleasure Songs. And basically, it's going to be anything either we grew up and we had at one point that we really liked, and now we're kind of embarrassed to admit that we liked it. And that Brian Duncan song just speaks to me lyrically, and it's something I grew up listening to as a, as a little tyke. My mom and dad would listen to it, and um, I just figured it was a perfect song to play, even though it was very, very dated. Very 80s. Yeah, so coming up on future episodes, we're going to have Brent and Jeff's Guilty Pleasures, and you're going to get a little more insight into our crazy, crazy life. And you can get involved, too, by emailing (laughs) us and letting us know what your Guilty Pleasure songs are. If there are those songs out there that you want to remind us of that are out there that you don't hear anymore, maybe we'll throw it on there. Of course, as if you can't tell by the songs you just tuned in, we're talking about the cross tonight. (laughs) We're talking about Jesus. Amen. um, being forsaken for us, Psalm 22, and uh, you know when we when you, we've been reading things like, but I am a worm I, and no man. You know, further on, he says, bulls have surrounded me, and strong bulls have encircled me. They gape at me with their mouths. You know, there is a definite spiritual war that is going on at that moment of the cross, where Jesus is on there and being punished by you know the enemy. Um, and basically all of God's wrath being poured out. And he even says, I am being poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. Imagine that. If all your bones were just out of joint. Like, I mean, if you've ever had a bone out of joint, <laughs> you know, you separated shoulder, or, you know, you have like a little finger pop out or something, you're like, okay, put it back in. It hurts. <laughs> Imagine every joint being being ripped apart and... Um, He's being poured out like water. His hell is like wax. It just goes on and on, which we will continue on in the second hour. But um, just just challenging stuff tonight as we go through Psalm 22 to remember and reflect on the suffering that Jesus had for us on the cross. And we'll see you on the other side. You're unbelievable. The altar. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. So we're talking about Jesus being forsaken tonight. And you know... As humans, we get forsaken by other humans. And, of course, it's not at, at all even close to the level of what Jesus, wow, well, he was forsaken. But we've all been forsaken by somebody else, um, whether it be our parents. <laughs> like when you're at soccer practice and they said, oh, I'll pick you up at 7.30 and then it's like 7.45, 7.50. And you're the only one with your coach sitting there wondering if your parents <laughs> still love you anymore. Uh, the coach is like... <laughs> Hey, can I just take you home, bro? Yeah. It's like, well, no, my mom's supposed to be coming. Um, we've all been there. Um, we're Jeff, you know, forsaking in, uh, you know, oh, I'll meet you there at uh, a seven. You go to that party, I'll meet you there. And then you go there and like, no, oh, that person didn't show up. And here I am with the guy I didn't want to hang out with by myself, <laughs> trying to think of something to say. I know. It's like you and your friend are supposed to get together with this guy who's not really your friend. And then right. it ends up being you and that guy. Yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> You're the one who coordinated this. How are you not and our, here? And our common friend forsake us. The best is like, forsaken us. this has happened to me on multiple occasions. Like, someone will say, oh, we're going to do this thing. And then I'll call them and say, okay, we're we doing this. And they'll go, oh, I totally forgot. You know what? I'll make it up to you. We'll do it next week. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. And then come next week, it's like, oh, oh. I forgot. I'm like, wait, you set up the first one and then you canceled. Then you set up the second one and then you canceled. Like, just look at your schedule. How hard is it? I'm not like tying you down and saying, pick a date. You are coming up with all these ideas, and then I'm the one left holding the bag. It's just, yep. it's just common decency, folks. Me. I felt forsaken so many times. Don't say you're doing something if you don't intend to do it. 
Bible says, you know, let your yes be yes and your no be no. That's right. It's pretty simple. All you Facebook event people. <laughs> maybe. Come maybe. on, commit. How hard is it to commit to something? Attending, not attending, maybe. And I'll go with maybe. I'll go with maybe. I don't want to hurt the guy's feelings. But, but I really don't want to go. But you have no intention of coming. That's a little confessional here <laughs> for me. But it, it happens. And, you know, I've, I've messed. I've dropped the ball. And I feel bad. But I try to make it up to the person. I just say, oh, they'll get over it. <laughs> yeah. Eh. They would have been lucky if I even came. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Hey, moving on. And um, we're well into hour two now. Thanks for tuning in. This is The Ultra Life with Brent and Jeff. We're in part five of our Spotlight on Psalms, Spotlight on Psalm series. Tonight we're in Psalm 22, Forsaken for Us. And uh, don't forget to check out our website, www.thealterlife.com. We're also on facebook.com slash thealterlife. You can check us out and uh, like us, poke us, do all that stuff. That you do on social application. Yeah. Networking applications. You can stay in touch because we'll update it and you'll know when our website is updated with new episodes and all that stuff. Because Brent will send out a status update. Woo. And we're also on twitter.com slash thealterlife. We're just like all over the place. I can't wait till the next social networking site comes out because we can jump on that bandwagon as well. We should start a networking site called bandwagon.com. <laughs> jump on. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> All right. That was Because of the Blood, Our Hearts Hero, emphasizing the, the letter B. That's the uh, letter letter for the night. B. Because of the Blood. This show has been brought to you by the letter B. Our the number 22. Yeah. <laughs> for Psalms. Um, Jesus, I am poured out like water. All my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It has melted within me. My strength is dried up like a potsherd. And I wish I knew a little bit more about what that was all about. Yeah. Um, and my tongue clings to my jaws and have brought me to the de- dust of death. Um, dogs have surrounded me. You know, it doesn't get better. You keep reading. For the congregation of the wicked has enclosed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. Remember, this was like years before it actually happened. David prophesied this in the song. I can count all my bones. That's remarkable. They look and stare at me. They divide my garments among them. They cast lots. You know, he could count his bones. Every bone was exposed to the point where they could count. There's one, two, three, four... This is, you know, his heart was melted. His strength was completely gone. He had nothing left. He had poured it all out. It says he was poured out like water. And all his bones were out of joint. He was completely just destroyed in the human sense. And um, in the spiritual sense, you know, being the, the object of God's wrath from a spiritual sense, being ignored by his father and cast out for our sake and that's the picture that this psalm is painting tonight um you know and we so often read that and we hear it in churches and we you know jesus died for us that you know it's almost the cliche message but it's never cliche because it's something that continually um his blood is continually (laughs) has been paid in full his the cross is it's been finished but his blood continually washes us clean from our sin. You know, it that work has is once and for all been paid for for us. And man, he had to go through that for our sake because that would have been us. We would have been in that place being poured out. Um, and Jeff, I mean, it's like it's it's beyond it's beyond something we can even grasp. You know? Yeah, I think it's it's awesome as you continue to get down and just talks about all the things that are going on and then isolated 
by itself is a sentence that says, you have answered me. And it's just like a revelation from God. Like, this is all the terrible stuff that I'm at the point of death. I'm, I'm about to lose my life. And then it's like God brings peace. And I'm sure, Je- you know, Jesus came to the point where he said, it's finished. Like, it was almost like a release for him because, you know, obviously he was suffering in physical pain and all those things. But the sense of accomplishment for him to actually say it is accomplished. I'm sure there was just an overwhelming sense of satisfaction even though he's on the cross dying like it's over it's done with sin's grasp is relinquished it's pretty remarkable to think about thanks for listening to the ultra life with brant and jeff we're here for a few more minutes so stick around uh, we're really excited about this topic hopefully you are as well psalm 22 forsaken for us you know we read through this biography almost of prophecy of Jesus and what was like for him to be forsaken, you know, and we we put ourselves in that place and we go, you know, we'll never experience that. I mean, no matter how much we feel forsaken in this world and how much the enemy would like to think that we are forsaken, um, God has promised to never leave us and to never forsake us. And, you know, even if forsaken by other people, it's never going to be as bad as with Jesus because Jesus paid for that. We should have been in that spot. And um, he paid for that right there at that moment and had to go through the worst that he could go through as a human, physically and spiritually, so that we didn't have to in our place. And, um, you know, the end of the psalm, it's not about, you know, well, that was the end of the story. I mean, the end of the psalm was about Jesus looking and, and praising his father for what the work is. And David probably praising God for in through this psalm on, you know, you're the one in charge. It's all about you. Um, and who's going to end in the end? Who's going to win in the end is Jesus. Cause you're going to reign in your resurrected body. You are reigning um, at the right hand of the father and you get all the glory for what you've done. Yeah. I just think it's, it's so amazing that he would go from one extreme to the other, but God, you know, he allows this to happen in our lives sometimes as well, where we get to the point where we're like, God, you're not even here. Like, why am I even doing this? And then you see God's hand and then it's just like, God, you knew the beginning and the end. You knew exactly what you were doing. And to get to, you know, how many of us have ever faced death before? You know, probably a handful, (laughs) if any. Um, And for David to have gone through an experience similar to what Jesus would experience and to be able to see the, the end, you know, to come to the end and see what the purpose of that was. And to, you know, get a foreshadowing of what his Messiah would go through on the cross. Um, You know, I say his Messiah because David calls him his Lord. My Lord said to my Lord. You know, he talks about how God's son is his Messiah and his God. And um, just the revelation through this and saying, man, I'm just going to praise you. Like you deserve it all because you're in control of everything. That was Louder Than the Mob by the OC Supertones. We've got a lot of 90s flashbacks tonight. I haven't really hammered it with the liners and stuff, but there have been quite a few. We had Plank Guy earlier, Believable Picnic, Brian Duncan, which was an 80s flashback, Blame by Eager. Wow. And then we had, uh, in this hour, we had just what we played recently, the Supertones Three Crosses. So um, we like it. We don't, we don't get bogged down by only the hits here on The Altar Life. You know, we like to play what speaks the truth, regardless of whether it's the B-side on an album or song you've never heard. It's not the top single that's released. And um, it's all about the music, the truth, the real, the period here on The Ultra Life. And we're glad you tuned in. We got 
two more songs for you coming up. We have Crystal Myers and Voda. So stick around. Thanks for listening to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. You're listening to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. All right, that was Love's Taken Over by Vota, and we've run out of time. But, you know, just to sum up on what we've discussed tonight, you know, how Jesus was forsaken for us. And, I mean, the end of the psalm, like we said, he doesn't end on a down note, um, which he should, you know, he could have. But he says, you know, my praise shall be of you in the great assembly. I will pay my vows. You know, to Jesus is the glory. And my poor, the poor shall eat and be satisfied. And those who seek him will praise the Lord. Let your heart live forever. Um, he just goes on, the kingdom of the Lord, the kingdom is yours, Lord. You rule over the nations. All the prosperous of the earth shall eat and worship. Um, everyone shall bow to you. Um, you know, a, pros- a pros- posterity shall serve him. It will be recounted for the Lord to the next generation. They will come and declare his righteousness to a people who will be born, that he has done this. It's all about what Jesus has done, and, and he deserves the glory in our lives. He deserves the props. He deserves all our praise, not just part of our praise. Um, it's not like we had anything to do with this scene. <laughs> the only thing we had to do was was we brought the we brought the beating, we brought the mocking, we brought the whips, we brought the the separation from God, we brought the sin, we brought God's wrath, and that was all us. That you know, like that supertone song. You know, we were loud. The the mob was screaming. You know, and louder than the mob and you know it was us that was that was throwing throwing our hands at Christ and um, mocking him and he did that so that he could save those who was mocking him and that's the remarkable thing about this and at the end we're all praising him um, and saying glory to be God glory be to God you know with our lives and if that doesn't encourage you to live for Christ you know not sure what would what yeah. would I mean you think sometimes I think we we understand like oh God forsook Jesus and I'm glad that I love Jesus, but when Jesus was on the cross, he not only was he forsaken by his sovereign Father, Lord, God, but the people that he was dying for were forsaking him at the same time. They weren't like, oh, I'm so thankful that you're going through this for me. He didn't experience that at all. It was like, yes, I'm glad you're dying because you're a liar, you're crazy, how dare you say that you're God. It was, you know, he was just on all, when he said like strong bulls have surrounded me, it was like from all sides, he was just alone. I can't imagine going through that type of forsooking. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he did that for us. He did that for me because I would have been the reciprocant of God's wrath. And I would have been the one that was isolated and alone and forsaken for eternity. And, uh, you know, it's not going to be a party in in the fires of hell we're all going to be like all together party and it's going to be isolation it's going to be loneliness it's going to be all these things and god took that and put it on his son and he defeated it by raising from the dead and now we can live accepted instead of being forsaken and that's all because of what jesus has done for us and we need to walk and live our life in the shadow of that yeah um and that's that's what we're talking about tonight so join us next week as we continue our psalm series and until then Be cool cats. Live for Christ. (laughs) 